Yo, welcome back to the Yasusabe R&R Report with yours truly, Ross Von Ryan and Yasusabe Rico. What's good, Rico? What's up, my man? What? How you doing, my man? All good. How you doing, my guy? Very good. Oh, that's good. Very, very good. About to go see the Misfits on on Saturday, so super at the excited. Original lineup at the Garden. Nope. No, wait, no, at the nope. garden. Where, where, where is that? Where is it at again? In the <laughs> garden. Oh, yeah, that's what I said, at the garden. <laughs> and where is Original that? Original lineup. That's in Boston? That's in Boston, right? Is that in Boston or New York? Is that Boston? Bro. You gotta tell Madison me, bro. Square I don't live garden. on the East Coast. Madison Square Garden. <laughs> yeah. New York. New York City. Manhattan. Okay, okay. Midtown. All right. <laughs> I gotta break it down, bro. <laughs> Everybody's gonna kill me for that one, but hey, I welcome it's the arrows. Good. But make sure you hit me in the knee. Alright, anyways, uh <laughs> <laughs> Took an arrow to the knee, man. What is this, 2007? Anyways, um So yeah guys, so on this episode we're gonna talk about some things. First, we're gonna open up with a very hard hitting topic with the NBA in China. We know we spoke about it a little bit. Uh, in the last episode, but me and Rico thought it was necessary with more developing things, especially with the teams coming back from China and LeBron just speaking for the first time last night that we should say something about it. China. <laughs> don't sound like a president. Don't sound like 45, man. Uh, <laughs> Agent China. Orange or what's the Agent Orange? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but we're going to talk about that and then... Uh, we're going to go to a lighter subject, and we're going to talk about all things NBA, and most importantly, the Lakers whooping up behind last night with the third stringers and Stephen Curry play. But we'll get to that later. All right, so... All right, everybody. Time to get on a serious note. We're going to talk about NBA in China. And uh, it's a very hard topic uh, to discuss because a lot of, you know, it's a, t- it's a tough time and a tough topic to talk about right now. But, you know, me and Rico are going to talk about it. So, um, <laughs> the, me and Rico have, I would say, different point of views on this. But um, I'll let you open up, Rico. Well, we need to uh, uh, talk about what happened. Well, we basically already talked about what happened. Mm-hmm. We had a whole 40-minute uh, call before we picked this up. But we were like, let's talk about it again so it's not 40 minutes. <laughs> for real. So uh, we talked about the commissioner talking about it. Uh, LeBron gave some response. And, yeah. Some serious stuff. Uh, I don't know if 45 has been tweeting about stuff like this. Haven't been paying attention. I don't pay attention to 45. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's about freedom of speech. And for those that country. don't know who 45 is, that's the number of president he is. And now you know who we're talking about. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> 
about freedom of speech in different country. Uh, your guys' opinion, what do you think? You think we should all have that right to express ourselves, just like NWA said? Or we should just, that's not our country, let stuff go. In my opinion, I think we shouldn't let stuff go. Because I see, I don't see, but the world sees us as moral leaders. That's the reason that the world, a bunch of the world doesn't like us as Americans. Because they see us as we're going to go over there and wave, wave that finger in someone's face and act like we're superior. Uh, but I don't know. It's a complicated subject, Ross. Very complicated. Um, so, uh, so what do you think, Rico? What's your, so is that is um, what's your opinion on the matter? What do you think? I think as Americans, we should speak up when it's something like that happening, even if we don't see the people or we're not affected by that injustice. Because uh, we could, we should always see it as those are people. It don't matter if they're not your race, if they're not your country. That's something that we, as Americans, stand up for freedom. So we should practice what what we always preach. So you feel the The NBA should should, uh, cut ties with China, and that's what we should do? In my opinion, I think we should do that. And I know it's going to... It's gonna affect things. Leading, I don't know. It could, it could affect things so hard that it could lead to another Cold War, like back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. But change doesn't happen. Isn't just given. You gotta go through stuff to to better ourselves as as humans, as people. Not as White, black, uh, Asian, not, not as, not, we're all people. We're all here on the same planet. Uh, I gave an example to you where I was telling you, I don't know if you guys heard about that thing that happened in Brazil where the government needed to raise cattle to have more meat to feed people. So what they're doing is they're cutting down the Amazon raise the cattle and be able to produce more meat and a lot of people were standing up and saying stuff like hey that's bad we shouldn't do that and in a way it's like yeah it's bad because that's affecting all of us but we shouldn't just speak up when it affects all of us we should always speak up when it affects just a portion of population like what's happening over there so that was my question to you, Ross. As that using that as an example. Okay. What would you do in that situation? Right now, China not like putting the whole China thing. Just an example right there. Yeah. That's the Amazon. That's yeah. one of the biggest mm-hmm. forests. Most beautiful forests in the whole world. And they're just cutting it down for their benefit. And the Amazon is full of trees. Which is more important than just eating treat, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
and it cleans the air and it makes air. You know, it's yeah. it's vital to human life. But um, yeah, people people do speak up on that, and that I, in my opinion, I get it because you know if the world needs air, people need to breathe. That's the way I see it. But I would also like to say I did. I didn't say this earlier, but the, now I'm thinking about it now is the United States government isn't getting involved with that. You know, but on the other hand, with the China situation, if the NBA cuts ties with China, because just off of what just happened, they took down NBA paraphernalia off the walls. They stopped promoting the games. They weren't going to broadcast it. All of that. Still had the game. I don't know why, probably just to make money, but <laughs> but they took all that stuff down. Um, uh, many other Chinese businesses have separated from the NBA. I feel, in my opinion, that if the NBA does decide to cut ties in this way, and I'll say in a very public way that's in front of people, it's going to cost more than just not have NBA games in China. Not have that one point five million dollar deal. Not have that one point four billion uh, person uh, viewership. It's gonna become a national relations type thing where just just cause just that just one tweet from Daryl Morey. Even though I don't feel like like we talked about this is that I don't feel he thought about the implications of what this one tweet might do. The way China took that tweet was like we just blew up something like it in the chin exactly exactly like they just well, we just socked them in the face you know and this was this is what happened in turn you know i feel if they if nba goes straight up to them like you know what we don't need this 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 that we're gonna have to cut our ties with china china's gonna go okay well we're gonna cut ties with the u.s all this 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 and I feel like that's just the, the dominoes are just going to fall. And I know it's pretty extreme to think about, but I do think that this could be a catalyst for a very intense, like you said, a Cold War type situation. I don't feel like it's like the way I put it is like going into somebody else's house and telling them how to handle things. I understand that. This is not the first time this has happened for, before on the world stage. Just like in the late 30s, we were talking about this with the with World War II. But I feel like the severity of that situation was on a whole different level. But another thing that we said was that it's probably just because they're not showing us what's actually going on. But I, also, you don't hear these protesters saying that they're killing us in droves. You know, I feel if... And it shouldn't be that way where people have to die for people to listen, but the U.S. and and I hate to just immediately go to U.S. and China versus the NBA in China, but I just know that this is what that will turn into easily just because of a tweet. China got up in their feelings about that. They're gonna they're gonna. It seems like they're very sensitive to this social this social situation. And I, I feel like there's another way to go about it rather than just cutting ties. But I don't feel just because we're America and that if we believe in these values, we have to force our values on other people. 
I think there's another way to go about it to ease into these um these these changes that need to be done because change is always the hardest thing to do but if you ease into it there's a way that that things can be handled amicably for everybody that does not involve a potential tense national relations situation that rhymed tense national relations situation <laughs> anyways uh <laughs> But yeah, that that's that's my that's my viewpoint on the matter. And the point is, we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Now that this dumb tweet by this person that didn't think how something like that would affect, not even just the NBA and China. Because if it was thought out, I I would hope that Daryl Morey would actually stand up and speak. If he did feel as strongly about that tweet as what happened, I wish he would stand up and say something. But also, he's probably in a situation where he can't. Now, I bet you Adam Silver probably went up to him and said, hey, no more of that. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's a very... And I don't even mean to laugh. I just laugh when I get nervous about situations like this because, like, uh, just the where these things can go, like, especially being our age, Rico, we were very in our form, like, our younger years when the Iraq war was going on and yeah. things of that matter and how they went over into their, even though we thought it was because of the, the terrorist attack, but they went over into their and changed government and and I'm like, are we going to end up doing that with China? And that would be way more intense because, like you said earlier, Iraq is a global just power. exactly they a got, massive they got a global power. Mm-hmm. Iraq didn't have that. So it would be way bigger. Uh, but again, this is a rock in a hard place. Like, you can come at it from different sides, but it was brought up. And now the thing can just get what under the rug. Yeah. And I feel that's what a lot of a lot of people are doing, just sweeping it under the rug as if nothing happened. Uh, and I believe and on my side of things I feel like that that is not being swept under the rug. I just believe that having this conversation in front of everybody is just it's because I don't care who you are, you're gonna have some level of pride. And if you have all these Americans saying this and saying, well, that shouldn't be going on in China, this, 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 and you know we're the loudest, probably one of, yeah, the loudest country in the world, as in to having our points heard, and I feel like that would just make the situation worse over there than them trying to get to what they're going through. I think also, before we get off of this subject, I think it's crazy how they had a preseason game in Philadelphia and somebody um, brought free Hong Kong or stand or I think it was free Hong Kong yeah free Hong Kong signs and stand with Hong Kong signs and they literally went out into the crowd took the signs and told them they couldn't have it and then I think they eventually even kicked them out the game and yep and I remember you telling me this and I was like oh I didn't see that yeah that 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 happened I saw that happen on on October 8th or October 9th. That was just recently. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that's that's a little more serious because that's here. And you're telling me because I'm at an NBA game 
I can't voice. It's intense, man. It's just a really bad yeah, situation. I heard about that at work. It's not like I heard about it. Like the news, I heard people talking about it like the next day, and I was like, eh, whatever. Like I was funny, and I was like, that's. And uh, then we're talking about it, and I was like, damn, that's, that's crazy because you made the point mm-hmm. that that's in the U.S. It's not in China. But like we always say, this is not a political podcast. We're just talking about this because this has dealing with, you know, our favorite sport of basketball. But I think the only thing we can do is just hope that uh, the people of China get through this and that this whole situation goes the way it's supposed to. And that if and I don't want to say like if the situation gets worse, I hope we don't stay silent. I hope. There's a way to say what I'm about to say. I, I just, I just hope everybody can heal from this, not get past it and ignore it, but just go about it the right way. Because I do feel like there's a way to go about this, that this can be handled. And yeah, hope every, if anybody's being personally affected and you're hearing this podcast, uh, we're here. We're here for you, and we're. Just as confused and uh, as everybody else. But on that note, hopefully those people get their freedom. Exactly. Just like how we have our freedom. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. But because uh, Rico Cole said so. <laughs> <laughs> I just need my two beers. <laughs> and break some glass. I got you on that. Right. <laughs> okay, that was that was And we're back. Hopefully talk about something <laughs> positive now. Well not that that wasn't positive, but talk about something upbeat. Mm-hmm. The NBA finally back. We what? Ten nine days away? Bro no, less than that, man. It's uh it's what seven it's what Tuesday. Oh, we're recording this on a Tuesday in case you don't hear it today. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's seven days away, bro. Yep. Seven. And, I'm, and I might be in the hospital bringing in my new baby. Well, most likely. Oh. If she's not here by the weekend, I might be in the hospital during the game opener. But, uh, yeah, bringing a new life into this world. Hannah Rose. Welcome. Coming. She's a coming. How are you feeling about that? Ah, you know, it's always crazy. Like, this is this will be my second kid, my, my first. Uh, child of Sage Bernice, uh, she's three years old, uh, awesome, wonderful little ball of trouble. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, it's like the same feeling I had before Sage. Is like if you know what's coming, you see everything happening, you're getting ready. A crib appears, but it's nothing like when you actually see and hold your kid. It gets very what? intense and very real. You know? <laughs> Do you see it differently now from the first one to now this one? Yeah, I feel like we're more prepared, like we know what we're walking into, um, but it's still the same butterflies, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I hear you. I'm excited for that, but yeah, I'll, I'll most likely be inside of a hospital on my second day there with my wife, waiting to be released from the hospital during that game. Uh, but, so you don't have to watch it and tell, and tell the people about it, <laughs> and I'll be like, oh man, that's crazy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but... 
seven days away from the actual season to start. But right now, we still got some good preseason going on. And before we get to what happened, what transpired with the Lakers last night, even though, you know, half half the starting line, no, four people out of the starting lineup didn't play. <laughs> but one person did. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But I want to open up with some other noticeable appearances around the league. And that is a guy that I had to figure out what his name was. And now I remember it. And that was Tyler Hero over in Miami. My guy. I know it's the preseason, my guy. But (laughs) this kid got, he got that Luka to him. And we'll talk about him and and that duo after we get on this guy. He got some Luka in him, but he's a guard. I forget how tall he is, but he's tall enough. I think he's like 6'5", I think. And he can shoot it. He can drive it. He can handle it. And he's not so lost on the defensive side. You know, a rookie's naturally going to be lost a little bit. But he doesn't look that lost out there. And I think that's great. That Miami team is going to be something really nice to watch on the East Coast. So that's your time zone, so you'll be ready. That's some good team to to watch before it's 10 o'clock at night. (laughs) A handful of Philly games. Mm -hmm. Of course, when uh, the Lakers come out here, but I'm definitely going to be in at Madison Square Garden because you know that team. That team (laughs) ticket's going to be cheap. Cheap, cheap, cheap. (laughs) So I'm going to go see teams because of that. R.I.P. We stand with you. <laughs> we were right there. We were right there where you guys were Seriously, at. Seriously, but we weren't after at. After seven years. It wasn't as bad because we're always the Lakers, but yeah, we feel for you, Knicks fans. <laughs> yeah. Y'all should, you guys should have had uh, Zion. Yeah. He should have gone to you guys. All that but, losing. Hey, you guys got R.J. Barrett. Yeah, he's, he's doing good. Up. Yeah, he's been doing good over there. I he's think been... he's like a 6'6". Six, six, uh, shooting guard so he has that Kobe that uh Jordan height so I think he's gonna he potential to be an all star. But yeah so yeah uh, you guys we'll got something and you got Julius. That. You got you know we've had Julius now you got Julius. Julius is a really good good solid player. You know and uh I hope everything works out for you uh you know Knicks fans. You know our hearts go out to you. And another team I wanted to uh, talk about was the Dallas Mavericks. That, nobody's really, everybody's talking about duos, Harden, Westbrook, LeBron, AD, you know, the best one, um, Kawhi and Paul George, uh, who is, am I missing any other duos that's, that's, that's formidable, Giannis uh, and Brooke Lopez, no, <laughs> but, uh, oh. I said Giannis and Brooke Lopez, <laughs> Uh, I think we also got to pay attention to... Uh, oh, Ben Simmons, Dana. Joel Embiid, uh, Miles Turner, um, Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo's back, y'all. Um, I think Indiana's going to be... A lot of people are not talking about that team. They got a beast backcourt, and their front court's not that bad, and having uh, Oladipo come back with all those guards that they got... Mm-hmm. That you could rotate and put in a small forward position. I just didn't they get a Bog, Bogdanovich or Boban? One of those Bob Sonovich. Oh yeah, that dude. But <laughs> dude that used to be in Charlotte, the shooting guard. Oh oh uh 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 uh. In Charlotte. Jeremy. Jeremy Lamb. 
that's another good pickup right there. They're going to be, they might not, their uh, record might not be really good, but they're going to be a, a sleeper when it comes to the, the playoffs. If they make it in there, they might end up tossing someone out. Yeah, man, because I think the East, there's going to be a lot of teams that you're not going to expect do really good this season, you know, because they're going to be beating up on themselves, and who you know, who knows how the seeds are going to come out. But I think it's just obvious that the clear front runners in the East is Philadelphia and Milwaukee because those teams are still kind of kind of the same, even though Philadelphia lost Jimmy and, you know, Al Horford, not Al Horford, but they have Al Horford now. But, um, but yeah, the point I'm getting at here, and I also forgot about Damian and CJ in Portland, but, you know, let's hope they, you know, do something. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I feel like Luca and Porzingis is being slept on and how crazy good of a duo that's going to be. Like, I saw their highlights from their game against, uh, who were they playing? Uh, if it was the Hawks, no, it wasn't the Hawks, that was Miami, team. uh. I forgot. I forgot who they were playing. No, I think it was Oklahoma City. I think they were playing OKC because I think Gallinari had some good highlights in that game too. Gallinari's just being wasted. I feel so sorry for that man. But anyways, um, hopefully he gets traded. Um, to us. Um, but yeah, Luca, <laughs> Luca and Porzingis just make it seem so easy. Porzingis is still that unicorn man. He just makes it look easy out there. Right, his size, that three point stroke is just my goodness. But, yeah, I think the Mavericks, everybody's talking about New Orleans probably being that uh, eighth seed sneaking in there. But I think it's going to be, you know what, New Orleans might be that eighth seed. And I think Dallas might be higher than the eighth seed. But we'll see because this Western Conference is going to be a dogfight. But, yeah, I just wanted to give them a little props out there and shout out to to the Mavs. But, uh, but now let's talk about the Lakers. Because the Lakers just played the Warriors last night. And, yeah, like I said, LeBron didn't play. AD didn't play. Danny Green didn't play. Avery Bradley didn't play. They didn't even let Rondo play last night. But you know who did play? JaVale McGee. <laughs> and on the other side, Draymond didn't play. Uh, D'Lo didn't play. But you know who did play and bricked a lot? Oh, yes. But, you know, this is just the preseason. This is where he's getting into his flow, but he be throwing up some questionable shots. <laughs> a lot of questionable it's the shots. preseason, though. I know. He that's could have fun. That he, he's playing like that. But that, that's what also made me feel good about yesterday's win because he played, I think, three quarters. Not full three quarters, but he played in three quarters. And I was like, man, this is what our third strings look like. <laughs> Against their third string because we were beating them by 20 points in this, but it, it would always whittle down because you know most of these kids are mostly either South Bay Lakers or rookies, you know what I mean? So, other than that, we saw some really good things from JaVale and Dwight. Dwight had like 13, 14 rebounds, and like I think did he have a double double or did he have eight points? I think he had eight or nine points, and he was making most of those points from the free throw line, y'all. Dwight out here making free throws. Oh, my God. At a good clip, and it's just not like one and one, one and one. Now, I was like two, 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 miss one, another two. You know what I mean? It was, I don't think the math add up saying it like that. But still, <laughs> we get the point. Dwight's making free throws now, and I'm proud of him. 
And uh, but I do think we all got also got some really good sleeper sleeper commodities out here like Norvell Jr. that put um that Jordan Poole guy on skates and made him fall to a knee and got to the basket and made the basket. It was wild, made the whole bench go nuts. And um what was what else was good to bring out from the game? Oh, Jared Dudley played his first game and showed some really good defense. His offense is uh, right now, but his defense was very impressive. Um Oh, and one other mention I'd like to mention to you, because I don't believe you knew he was on the team. Young David Stockton. Yes, I said it. Young David Stockton. Number 19 on the Lakers is the son of the great Rico's favorite player of all time. My favorite player of all time. John Stockton. Greatest assist leader of all time. And he's kind of like his dad. You know, his dad wasn't that tall. He ain't that tall either. But his dad was a bulldog, though. Yeah, and, he, and you saw that in him last night. He was hounding people, and he was getting steals, man. And not if, if it wasn't turning into a steal, it was being knocked out of bounds, but no call on him. It wasn't like he was reaching and reaching and drawing fouls. No, he was, he was picking pockets. But it did get kind of scary when somebody oversized got on him because all they had to do was get to the basket. But just like that, his passing was all right. But you know what else he got like his dad? That jump shot. That jump shot is cash. Let let little D D stock nineteen get up, get open. It's going in cash, and it's the same form. Ah oh, man. But I I don't think he'll I don't think he'll make it to the main roster this year. But I think I would love to see what he does down in South Bay. And if we need him, hey, he might get called up. But I, I want him to get all that time in South Bay. Him and Costas. Costas, man. You look how he them Antetokounmpo boys got some crazy frames with the long arms and the long. Bro. Is he small forward or power forward? No, nah, we were playing him at the center. So I think he's oh, mostly definitely. a power forward, but we were playing him at the center in a lot of lineups yesterday. Um, and he got the hype for it. And uh, he made a couple good reads, but you can also see that he's very green. But I want him, a D-stock, and I hope Norvell is on the roster this year in case we need some some oomph off the bench. But if not, that South Bay Lakers team is going to be give them a lot of good reps, and I'm I'm happy for those guys. But yeah, I think we won by like six, seven points. It was a good showing. But Wednesday, I believe everybody's going to be playing except for Kyle Kuzma. I think Kuzma's going to be back for the opener. But not for any of these preseason games. But Quinn Cook is available. I'm not sure if he's available to play, but I know he's back practicing with the team and that he might play tomorrow. So we're going to see AD tomorrow on the floor. We're going to see LeBron James on the floor. We're going to see everybody else on the floor except for probably Kyle Kuzma and Taylor Horton Tucker, the actual rookie we drafted. So, um, yeah, man, I saw a lot of good things out there. Uh, uh, did you catch the highlights for the game or no? No, I'm going to check them out right now, actually. Hey, for sure, but telling you, there's promise here. There's promise, and we got two more preseason games, one more at Staples tomorrow, and the last preseason game on Friday is going to be at the Chase the Chase Arena in San Francisco, not Oakland. Um, so, yeah, guys, it, uh, things, are, things are looking up, but real basketball is almost here again, and we're going to get a real good right. test on that Tuesday, so... 
we'll, we might have another episode before then. If not, we'll probably have an episode after it, just like I said, because I will be expecting a newborn baby here. Um, but uh, we'll try to have an episode definitely next week for you guys talking about that first game if we don't talk before it, okay? So um talking to you guys like oh. I'm talking to my three-year-old. Okay? Okay, don't spill that, okay? Okay. Uh, <laughs> how many times did I say okay? But anyways, um, but yeah, I think that's going to do it for another episode here at the Yakusabe r and Report. Um, anything you want to mention, Rico? Uh, yeah, I checked out, uh, I don't know if you guys heard about uh, the Chernobyl, the HBO miniseries that they took out. I just got that uh, a couple of days ago. Mm. Oh my god, you know I've been obsessed with Chernobyl. Ever since the movie. Before all these people were talking about it and saying, oh yeah, it's cool. It's like, nah. <laughs> so you guys should check that that show out if you can. It's really good. Like It tells you how, uh, how all of that stuff happened within the government and how they try to hide a bunch of stuff and Basically, all these people got cancer because of that. It's interesting. That's insane. It's a sad story, but interesting story. So y'all should check that out. Hey, check it out. Rico's pick of the week. Rico's pick of the <laughs> week. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's going to be it here, guys. So, like we always say, Yakusabe. Yakusabe. <laughs>